Hello and welcome to Hyatt Report and this is your host Omar Hyatt. Hi everyone, today I want to talk about Palestine and the latest round of violence that's been unleashed against Palestinians in Gaza by Israel. Every year, every year around this time, we witness how Israel goes into Gaza, takes military action and brutalizes Palestinians and unleashes horrific violence against civilians. And that's exactly what's happening once again. Last year, we saw how a lot of children were killed because of Israel's assault on Gaza Strip. And we're witnessing the same again today. As per the latest um, figures, um, the death toll from the Israeli assault on Gaza has risen to 31, which includes six children. And not to mention the injuries, more than 260 people have been injured. And this happens every year, every year. Israel goes into Gaza and unleashes violence, all in the name of self-defense, all in the name of self-defense. And the news media outlets, especially the Western news media outlets, the way they do the reporting when it comes to Israel and Palestine, it's always quote-unquote Israel-Palestine conflict or Israel-Gaza conflict. But they fail to mention that Israel is the occupying force. It's the occupier. And Palestinians are the occupied people. I mean, rarely you will find any news media outlet, especially the Western ones, mentioning Israel's title, which is, it is an occupying force. And Palestinians are the real victims. They are the occupied people. But unfortunately, most of the Western media outlets portray as if Israel is acting in self-defense against Palestinians, which is not the case. If you talk about Gaza Strip, Gaza Strip is often referred to as an open-air prison because it's blockaded on either sides. On one side, it's Israel that blockades Gaza. And on the other side, it's Egypt. And Gaza is one of the most densely populated cities in the world. And you can imagine when Israel unleashes its violence in the name of self-defense, most of the victims are often civilian population. And not just the news media outlet, right? Most of the Western liberal democracies, when they talk about Israel-Palestine issue, they refer to as they refer to it as, you know, 
um, some sort of conflict um, or as if both parties or both parties involved are equal. No, they're not. Israel is one of the most technologically advanced countries in the world. It's got an army, it's got a navy, it's got an air force. Palestinians have none of that. They don't have an army, they don't have a navy, they don't have an air force. They don't have much technology. And yet, Western liberal democracies, when we talk about Israel-Palestine quote-unquote conflict, we refer to them as, as if they're both equal in power. No, they're not. And not just... I mean, where do I even begin? Western liberal democracies on one side, they reiterate every time that Israel has the right to self-defense. When in fact, Israel is the occupying force and Palestinians are the occupied people. Now, in terms of Muslim countries, where do we even begin? I mean, you know, countries like the United Arab Emirates um, recently signed, you know, treaties with Israel. And there is a push to normalize relations with Israel. And these countries, Muslim countries, um, forget about the Muslim countries which are poor, right? There are some Muslim countries which are some of the richest countries in the world. They are some of the most powerful countries in the world. And yet, all they do is lip service. All they do is issue statements, um, you know, tweets about how Palestinians are suffering yada, 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 but it's never any lobbying efforts to resolve um, the Israel-Palestine issue. And also, when we say Israel-Palestine, we always, in our head, we think the two-state solution. But now, if you, if, if you talk about the reality, there are so many settlements in the West Bank there's so many Israeli settlements in the West Bank. I don't even think the two-state solution is viable anymore. And it's, it's just horrific. Palestinians in West Bank are brutalized through checkpoints, military raids. Um, you know, every other day we hear how one or the other Palestinian, you know, was arrested, um, put into Israeli prison. Um, and when you talk about Gaza Strip, it's this horrific military action that's unleashed by Israel against Palestinians living in Gaza. And this has been ongoing for a while. I mean, as far as I can remember, this has always been the case. And I'm sorry, I just feel so so bad that as Muslims, we can't do much. All we do is talk about, and that's exactly what I'm doing now, all we do is talk about how horrific this is. And I hold Muslim rulers, the powerful ones, responsible for this. They could have, you know, if they, 
if they wanted to, like like a like I said earlier, we all saw if world if the world wants to react, they do react. We saw how when Russia invaded Ukraine, I mean, talk about action, swift action. The sanctions, the speed with which it was imposed on Russia, it was unbelievable. I guess it was because Ukrainians are blue-eyed, blonde-haired people and Palestinians, most of them are Arabs and Muslims. I guess that's that's the only difference I see. Otherwise, both populations are human beings. Both populations have been invaded and brutalized. But when you talk about the reaction that we saw for Ukraine was completely different to what we see for Palestinians. And I, like I mentioned, I, the richest Muslim countries, I just don't understand why they can't do much. Can they not use their diplomatic relations? I mean, just do something for heaven's sake. And today I was so... Um, upset, I actually tweeted something against um, um, the richest members of OIC. And just bear in mind, OIC is the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, which is um, the second largest inter, you know, intergovernmental organization after the UN. And it's got 57 member states and, mo- and all of them are Muslim. And I said, I tweeted because I was really upset. And I said, um, dear richest members of, I, I tagged OIC. Um, and in brackets, I mentioned not addressing this to the poor Muslim countries. Um, and then I said, your mere condemnation or lip service in favor of Palestinians is not unnoticed. You, my dear rich kings and rulers, had a responsibility. And you, my dear excellencies, failed. And I tweeted that. And with that, I also wrote like a note. I'm sure nobody's going to read it, but it's just my thoughts. You know, like as Muslims, you can only watch so much violence being unleashed against your own brothers and sisters in faith. And this is what I wrote um, about the kings and rulers. I said, dearest kings, rulers and heads of states of rich Muslim lands, I am an ordinary regular Muslim of the world that we live in today. I don't have an audience with you. If I did, I would perhaps say things that you may not want to hear. I would perhaps tell you that it is on your watch for the last 70 plus years, Muslims of the world, especially Muslims of Palestine, in brackets I mentioned Palestine, have been facing unspeakable horrors and monstrosities. It is on your watch that Palestinians were expelled from their homes, their cities, and reduced to an occupied population. They became refugees with no homes to return to. It is on your watch, your majesties, that Palestine and Palestinians have been failed over and over and over again. Whilst some of you became some of the richest countries in the world, whilst some of you were competing in building skyscrapers, islands in the ocean, 
there were horrors unleashed on Palestinians. Your Excellencies, as Muslims, we believe in the Day of Judgment. Today, you're looking the other way, may go unnoticed. But how would you answer to our Lord on the Day of Judgment about how you used your wealth, power and might that he'd blessed you with? Your Excellencies, I'm an ordinary Muslim, but I can safely say that Muslims of the world, especially Muslims of Palestine, have been fouled on your watch. This is exactly how I feel about the Muslim rulers and the Muslim um, kings of the richest Muslim countries in the world. They are some of the most powerful countries in the world, yet we see nothing, nothing concrete from them neither about Palestine or Palestinians, nor about Uyghurs in China. This whole, look, in my opinion, this whole liberal order system is a failure. It's failed so many peoples. It's failed Muslims for sure. And I, I, I feel horrible. I feel horrible in saying this, but I don't see any action would be taken against Palestine in terms of either boycotts, divestments or sanctions, especially by the Western liberal democracies. We still continue to, we still continue to do business with um, weapons manufacturers from Israel or who are in Israel. And I actually wrote a few um, emails to our politicians in Australia, including the Prime Minister of Australia and the um, Defence Minister in Australia. I also wrote a couple of emails to um, our senators. And I look, I'm not very hopeful um, that much would be done. Uh, much would be done in terms of um, you know penalising Israel for what it does to Palestinians. But at least I hope people would speak up. I hope politicians in the Western world speak up. Um, and I think as as normal people, as ordinary people, we will um, continue to fa- continue to um, you know feel helpless, but I think it's important we speak up. Um, um, that's exactly what I'm doing. I know it's not much. I know it's it, it's not gonna make any difference. Um, but at least um, I'm registering my dissent. Um, against what's happening um, with Palestinians. Um, and I just hope it stops. I would I would give anything to see my brothers and sisters in Palestine live a normal life. I mean, six children. Can you imagine six children have been killed in just two days because Israel just wanted to unleash violence. And um, the names of those kids, Allah Qadum, um, that five years old, um, Ahmed Al-Narab, um, 11 years old, Momin Al-Narab, five years old, Muhammad Suna, 14 years old, Hazem Salim, 12 years old, Khalil Abu Hamad, 17 years old. These are kids. These are kids who've been killed because Israel 
wanted to punish Palestinians. I I just don't know. I don't know what and how this this issue would be resolved, but it's definitely not between two equal parties, Israel and Palestine. Um, they are uneven when it comes to balance of power. Israel is a very advanced country supported by the Western liberal democracies. Palestinians are the occupied people. And I hope more people would speak up about Palestine and Palestinians. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for our Palestinian brothers and sisters in faith and deal with the oppressors in a way that it becomes an example for the generations to come. I hope and pray that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for Palestinian brothers and sisters in faith.